Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought, and for the Imagination. Thank you for joining and spending of uh, your precious time with us this morning as we read and continue our study in the section of hope. We had first learned that faith is a substance of things hoped for. And that's where we've been putting the emphasis. We had been talking about Abraham, how he hoped against hope. He had hope that was higher than natural hope that looked at the condition of his physical body and the body of Sarah. And they were beyond the age of childbearing. But he against hope was able to believe in hope. And we're going to continue unwinding and uh, basically giving definition in an expanded version to hope and how it is associated with faith. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. One of the things that we had used as an example was uh, an architect. He draws up a, a plan, blueprints for a house, a building, basically anything. And that's all it is, is just a blueprint until the substance, the material, the concrete, the foundation, the steel, the nails, the wood, the carpet, the paint, all that substance then fills what the blueprint, what the blueprint is. And similarly to that, that is basically in our lives when we have hope in God, hope in his promises, hope in what he has said. He has already spoken the word. The word is already provided for whatever need, whatever difficulty, whatever circumstance, whatever situation we are going going through. God has already made provision. He did that with the children of Israel when they came out of uh, Egypt. They were trying to figure out now what are we going to do? Where are we going to get food? And God basically just rained manna on them. And he told them, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And of course, uh, Jesus, thousands of years later, winds up explaining and telling them that he is the true manna, that, or he's the true bread that comes down from heaven. All of this brings us to the idea of hope. Hoping in something beyond just the natural vision. According to the book of Romans chapter 15 verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you. And remember we've been also talking about capacity. So here the God of hope. Not just any hope. But all hope. The God of all hope. Any hope in our lives that is needed. He is the God of hope. That he filled you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. So the God of hope wants to fill you so that you can abound in hope. Because hope is going to be the blueprint of which the substance of faith is going to bring to light. In our lives. Here's some more scriptures to consider. In the book of Ephesians. Chapter 2. Verse 12. That at that time. You were without Christ. Being aliens. From the commonwealth of Israel. And strangers. From the covenants of promise. 
having no hope and without God in this world. Now he was writing and talking about the Gentiles that were brought in uh, into the body of Christ. And out of the two, he has made one man. Out of the twine, it says, he has made one. Uh, between them and us, we form the body of Christ. And before knowing Christ in our lives, we were considered at that time uh, without Christ, being aliens from all the commonwealth of Israel. We were strangers from the covenants of promise. We had no hope whatsoever, and we were without God in this cosmos. But the book of Timothy, chapter 1, verse 2, says, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. So hope was already a provision for us. Eternal life was a provision for us. The Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world was a provision for us. Forgiveness of sins was a provision for us. See, when Christ died on the cross two, cent- two uh, um, millenniums ago, 2,000 years ago, the blood that was shed on that cross, the act that he performed of giving his life for our sins, still continues to this very day to be as effective today as it was on that very day when he hung his head And gave up the ghost on the cross. There is no difference as far as time is concerned. 2,000 years have passed. But yet it is still as fresh. It is still as living. It is still as alive right now as it was on the day that it happened. And God did this not only for us. But he also provided for us the hope of eternal life. Which God promised. In other words, that came right out of his word. Let's look at something else. In the book of Hebrews, in chapter 7, verse 19, it talks about a better hope. A different type of hope. A hope that would actually have substance. It would have, uh, I'm going to call it, filling in it. It was not empty drawings but it actually was filled with the substance of faith to bring these things to pass. For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did, by which we draw nigh unto God. Now there's a couple of things that we need to look at here, that this better hope, that means it's better than the hope that was before, the hope that Israel walked by, uh, trying to keep the law, hoping that through uh, doing that, that they would be able to attain to whatever God had promised them. But now because Christ has come, and because Christ is the author and the finisher of faith, and because Christ upholds all things by the word of his power, and because he created all things, then we have been given a better hope. I I would like to consider it as a better blueprint of life now and eternal life hereafter. The blueprints which are filled with the substance of faith 
and we bring God's word, which he has already spoken concerning your life, my life, and every believer's life, and every individual sinner that will get saved, he has already spoken the word, and then we, through faith, hoping beyond our capability, have the substance fulfilled in our lives. And because of that, that hope causes us to draw nigh unto God. We draw near unto God because we have a living hope. We have a better hope. We have a hope that really is based on not only the word and promises of God, but it's based on a reality that is more real than the very reality of life in which we live. Now that may be a little bit hard to comprehend or even see, but when we begin to see that, remember the Word of God and the invisible, which we cannot see, brought forth the visible. So the invisible is more real than that which we see. I know that, you know, people can get into philosophy and all kinds of things and and, and try to figure this out, but we're not trying to figure anything out. We're simply taking God as his word that he said, if you hope and trust in me, if you hope and trust in my word, if you take my promises and hope in them, then faith, the substance, will fulfill or fill or bring to pass or manifest or bring from the invisible realm to the visible realm the things that God has already spoken forth. The scripture does talk that the things that God has been cre- that God created are being sustained by the word of God. That same word that sustained these things not only created them, but that same word is what sustains us and continues to sustain us on a daily basis as we draw spiritual nourishment, spiritual substance from that word, then we begin to truly be those that walk and live on this planet by faith, shall continue to live by faith. Why? Because the just, the righteous, the ones that have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus, requires and demands that our life be a faith life. A life that walks by faith, not simply by assumption, or even presumption, but by the word of God. In the book of Psalms, or in in the book of uh yes in the book of psalms in psalm 42 verse 5 and verse 11 it says why are you cast down o my soul and why are you disquieted in me hope thou in god for i shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance and then it says in verse 11 It's just a little bit different the way that it translates it. It says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. 
for I shall yet praise him. Notice the next part of the verse. Who is the health of my countenance and my God? Hope in God. Don't be in despair and cast him out. But the soul is going to say, but I can't see him. The soul is going to say, I can't feel him. The soul is going to say, I can't hear him. I can't smell him. I can't touch him. But he's there. He's there. The will is going to want to throw in the towel and quit. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Is going to want to give up. But God has provided hope for us and faith that we can overcome. It says, who is the one that overcomes? The one that has been born of God. And how is it that he overcomes? Through faith. So we do not give up. We do not throw in the towel. It may be that it takes all our effort until we get to the end of the line. And we have to reach one more hand length to grab a hold of that rope and say, Lord, that's it. I'm at the end of my line. All I have now is to hold on to your line, to hold on to your word. Even though I can't see it, I can't hear it sometimes. But I know that your word is truth and your word is alive. It is living And because I can hope in your word, then I am going to praise you. See, praise begins to arise because you have hope. Not in what you're looking at, not in what someone has told you, but you have hope in God, hope in his word, hope in the future, hope in the present, simply because of hope. He is the present God. He is there. You are not abandoned. You are not alone. You're not left as orphans. But he has promised, I will be with you. And when you go through the rivers and when you go through the fire and when you go through the trouble and the tribulations, I am there with you. So don't say, why art thou cast down all my soul? But say, praise God who is the hope of my soul. He's the hope of my countenance. He's the hope of my spirit. He's the hope of my day. He's the hope of this very hour. Trust him for it. It'll be worth the wait. It'll be worth the investment. Until then, as our time is running out, continue to look up. Our Lord Jesus Christ comes with a full redemption of our brand new bodies. Don't miss the great escape. Until then, the Lord richly bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.